Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Tonight, it's a new episode of All Rise, the legal drama where one judge is shaking up the system. When I take the bench, I'm taking a vow to fight for justice. One case at a time. Your Honor. We're going to trial. Simone Misick is Judge Lola Carmichael. Up on that bench. Everything is different. A new episode of All Rise. Freedom is at stake. It's important. Followed by a new episode of Bull, tonight at 9, 8 central on CBS. Tonight, it's the CBS original comedy, The Neighborhood. I need at least a month to prepare for a debate, not six hours. Actually, it's four hours. <laughs> no, my watch is broken, too. With Cedric the Entertainer, Max Greenfield, and guest star Wayne Brady. You gotta fund the schools or graduate fools. I stole all my lines. Look, don't worry, I got a plan. Okay, well, what is it? Okay, so I don't have a plan. A new episode of The Neighborhood. You're gonna have to give them a show. Tonight, 8, 7 central on CBS. While I'm sitting in shame, somebody who's a pretty good guy to talk to if you're feeling low. It's the great Jonathan Jones of CBS Sports and CBS Sports HQ, the senior NFL reporter on the Technicom hotline. JJ, welcome back to the show, buddy. Hey, I'm happy to be here. Appreciate you guys. Well, uh, we appreciate you as always. We were just talking about the the, the notion that uh, somebody in Boston media is trying to float that the Patriots could potentially go with a platoon quarterback situation involving Cam Newton. Are you buying that? <laughs> uh, no. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, you know, you know, you just watch the press conference and it's kind of incredible how that's turned into a story because all you have to do is like is just listen to the question and it's just posed would you consider a platoon and bill belichick's like i'll consider anything that makes my team better i'll run 23 personnel i'll run with eight offensive linemen if it means winning a game like all of these so like no that he's going to play the patriots or one of the last meritocracies in the nfl he's going to play the better quarterback uh, between Jared Stidham and Cam Newton, I'm not including Brian Hoyer in this, but very clearly Cam Newton, when healthy, is the better quarterback. So Cam Newton's going to be the starting quarterback week one against the Dolphins. Yeah, and the other day, J.J., we were talking about guys who might win comeback player of the year. Cam's obviously a prime candidate for that. There's Rob Gronkowski, Matt Stafford, Ben Roethlisberger, or some other names. If you had to pick a guy right now you think might win comeback player of the year, who would you take? Oh, um, I, Cam wouldn't be up there for me, uh, just because I, I still have a lot of concerns about uh, how that shoulder is going to hold up throughout the season. Um, you know, if, if he has a heck of a season, uh, then he's certainly going to be a candidate. But I'm I worry about him, and I worry about you know Roethlisberger and his elbow, uh, how that's going to go. So you know, I keep seeing all the reports; these guys are zipping it. Roethlisberger feels better than he ever has before. And, Cam has uh, an amazing uh, ball, all, all this stuff. Like, okay, that's great. And honestly, and frankly, they should have great arms right now. It's going to be a matter of uh, what the throws are looking like in November and December. Uh, as far as, yeah, I, I don't have a comeback player of the year just yet, but I wouldn't put those two at the very top of my list. JJ, you uh, brought out the report today that game day protocols went out to all clubs and no on-field entertainment, no cheerleaders, no mascots. Do we know hypothetically if there will be a mascot and or cheerleader bubble considered and where might that be considered to be placed? 
Yeah, sorry to Sir Purr and Percussion and to the Top Cats, uh, but uh, yeah, the, the protocols are very clear that uh, no on-field entertainment for 2020, but you might think that that means, all right, well, there's not going to be smoke-filled tunnels and team introductions, player introductions. It's actually not necessarily the case. Uh, teams still have the ability to have uh, to have those items, pyrotechnics and smoke and whatnot. It just depends on uh, if you have enough of the game day personnel. Each team has 65, a maximum of 65 game day personnel workers that they can have. So if the same folks who put that stuff together, um, if you can include them in the 65 according to what you need on the game day, then you can have your smoke-filled tunnels. We're talking to Jonathan Jones from CBS Sports and the Technicom Hotline. JJ, uh, yesterday Washington made big news. They hired Jason Wright, first black president in NFL history. Uh, of course, that's even bigger news because of what's happened in Washington over the last couple of months. I know that there are some people who believe they, they see this hire and they're skeptical because they say, well, of course you're going to hire a minority after what happened a couple of months ago. But Jason Wright is a very deserving guy. What what can you tell us about Jason Wright? And, and what are your thoughts on that, that line of thinking, the timing of the hire? Yeah, if they think that, then they're just an idiot. Um, just flatly, they're just, they're just an idiot. Um, I mean, yeah, it's been... 15 minutes on the phone with him last night. Um, you know, I've, I've read his reports from McKinsey that deal with very, very deep uh, racial complexities as it relates to economic inclusion and exclusion uh, as it relates to COVID-19's impact uh, on black Americans. Uh, you know, I've, I've heard reports of uh, the conversations that he's had with CFOs and CEOs of Fortune 500 companies and how, He's helped them sort of restructure and re-engineer certain departments. He was a partner at McKinsey, uh, which is a uh, you know a, a gigantic consulting firm, not without controversy. Um, he was a labor union rep for the Cardinals during the 2011 uh, lockout. He went to a top five business school in uh, at University of Chicago at the Booth School. So all of those things, like if, uh, <laughs> frankly, I mean, you just if anyone listening just heard that resume, right. they'd be like. Okay, yes, that's really impressive. And then you you honestly wouldn't care what race he is. So um, it, it is damning on the NFL that after 100 years uh, that this is the first uh, team president who happens to be black. Uh, whether or not he's going to succeed really depends not on him necessarily, but on Dan Snyder, because I think a, a number of fantastic people have gone through those doors up there, uh, and they've been booted out because of, of what he uh, mis mischaracterizes and doesn't think is correct as a team owner. So, you know, sort of one of those, all right, well, beware, because you don't know if he's changed yet. Uh, but Jason Wright is absolutely one of the top candidates in the NFL. Well, of course, I think people in Carolina have maybe more of a keen interest in what's happening in Washington just because of Ron and Ron being up there. The fact that Ron is is apparently going to be very involved in the rebranding of the team, is, is that something – that he should be involved in, do you think, J.J.? I mean, th this guy's already being asked to kind of handle personnel. <laughs> he's coaching the team, and, and now he's involved in all of this. Is is it too much responsibility for Ron? You know, he asked for it. I mean, uh, he, he knew what he was getting into. Uh, now, he might not have known all the warts on that Washington franchise, but also, I mean, he, he, he was he's a smart enough man to know what he doesn't know. And so when he took that job back in January – He's been in the league for a long time. He, he, he's heard the same things that I've heard about the Dan Snyder run operation. He decided to take that job. Uh, so, 
he also, in, in the pitch to Dan Snyder, he said, listen, when I was in Carolina for most of the time with Jerry Richardson as owner, with Dave Gettleman as general manager, I had to be the face of, of the franchise. I had to be the guy outside, of course, on the field with Cam Newton and Luke Keekley. I had to be the guy who, um, who went up and talked in all the press conferences, who had to handle the Greg Hardys and all of stuff like that. Well, I mean, again, yes for it. And that's all the good and the bad. And he might have felt one way about uh, the team name, and now that it's changed, he's you know helping lead that effort. It's obviously going to be a process that takes some time. I, I, I knew that it wouldn't be figured out this summer. Uh, I would be surprised if they don't have a, a name in place by the start of the 2021 season, just from a branding perspective. But everything I'm hearing out of there from my sources with the Washington football team is they want to get this right. So, you know, they're saying that they're willing to go through the 2021 season. For me, I think it's a we'll see. JJ, we got into this conversation about the Panthers earlier in the show. What do you see as the floor and what do you see as the ceiling for the Panthers this year? Oh, six and 10 is a ceiling. Uh, if we have 16 games, uh, you know, something in, in that win percentage area. I, I think that this is a, a four to six win team. Um, when, when you just kind of look at it, the defense, I, I just, yeah, listen, it's, it's really not a commentary on the offense and the speed and Teddy Bridgewater and whether they're going to scale up or scale down Christian McCaffrey. And I don't know how they'll scale him up. Uh, it's just more about the defense. And he just got a bunch of young guys who have never played together. Uh, you got a, a first year coaching staff that couldn't get their hands on these guys until, you know, literally a, a couple days ago. So all of those things considered, I, I don't know if this defense is going to have many games where they're not allowing 40 points. Um, and that's just the fact of the matter. And so the offense can, can play well and they can, you know, post 30 points or so, but I just don't trust in the defense. There are some solid pieces, of course, Shaq Thompson, Trey Boston, if they can figure out Brian Burns, which, you know, it's the middle of August and everybody's feeling great about him right now, all of those things, but there's, it's, there's too much youth and inexperience on that side of the ball. JJ, looking at the offense real quick here, we've talked about, uh, uh, what what's going to be the difference between them being just you know decent to being uh, better than decent? What do you think's the key to having this offense being the best it can be and carry this defense as much as it can? You know, Teddy Bridgewater has to play like the five and zero Teddy Bridgewater and not the, uh, the the Teddy Bridgewater who came in in that I think week two game against the Rams and kind of stunk it up and he he admitted as much in the conference call with reporters the other day i'd love to see him take a few more chances uh i know that he was just trying to hold down the fort until drew got back last season uh but he wasn't taking a lot of deep shots last year uh he you know yeah i think he had nine touchdowns to two interceptions he took probably a few more sacks than you wanted him to probably because he was being a little conservative with the ball not wanting to turn the ball over not wanting to you know hurt the saints um in in that respect and so Honestly, this is a year for, for Teddy to just let it fly. Let it rip. Let's have some fun. Let's figure some things out. Let's kind of work out the kinks right now. Because, you know, frankly, this is, and we all know this, this is not a Super Bowl team. It, I mean, it'd be, it'd be one of the greatest shocks of the last couple years if they were to make the playoffs. And so understanding all that, you know, go out there, have some fun, see what you can do, learn what you can't do, uh, and, and use that to build off of in 2021. You can follow him on Twitter at jjones9. 
He is uh, one of the greats uh, of the NFL, senior NFL reporter for CBS Sports and CBS Sports HQ, Jonathan Jones of the Technicom Hotline. JJ, great stuff, buddy. Thanks so much. Appreciate it, guys.